The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is available to watch as a video podcast exclusively on the Talking Backwards Patreon page. Sign up today over at Patreon.com slash Talking Backwards. Dave. Dave. Are you okay, Dave? Dave. Guys? I think I'm high! Welcome back to Talking Backwards, a Twin Peaks podcast. I am Dave Jackson, joined as always by Patrick Mahan. Hey, everybody. And Tyler Mullins. What's up? I don't like that. Hey! <laughs> we'll find something for yeah. you. <laughs> What's up? Hey, these aren't going to fly. No. I am here and ready to talk. Anyway, we're here to talk about part seven. We're coming fresh off the heels of part six. We are. Where a lot of weird stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Part seven is called On Her Body All Night. <laughs> Close. Would you like me to tell you what it's really called? Uh, sure. Haul out your boy for some pat stats, stats, stats. This is part seven of Twin Peaks The Return, a.k.a. season three, episode seven, a.k.a. There's a Body All Right, from Twin Peaks The Limited Event Series. So close. You were very close. So close. It, was, it, was, it was almost there. I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Uh, where do we begin, Dave? We begin in the woods. The woods? We're just in the middle of the woods. Are they wondrous? The yes. woods are wondrous. Here. Strange and wondrous. Jerry Horn is out by himself in the woods, uh, apparently on the phone with Ben Horn, but not saying much. Does he even know he called him? He probably forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but who called who? This is a great question. <laughs> Very chicken in the egg. Uh, but he's on the phone with Ben Horn, and... He just says, someone stole his car, and then he thinks he's high. Yeah. Doesn't know where he is. Ben's just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So someone stole your car? That can't be right. But then he just kind of writes the situation off, I feel like, like, this again. Classic Classic Jerry. Classic Jerry. Um, Jerry is is us, again. We don't know where we are. (laughs) <laughs> either <laughs> in this in this show we don't know where we are jerry is the avatar for america in this moment mm-hmm. oh wow i don't know where yeah. I, am. I think i'm high i don't know where i am yeah but uh that's hopefully he finds his way that's just catching up with jerry horn i guess because uh smash cut to the twin peaks sheriff station where uh hawk has brought the pages that he found in the stall door to frank mm-hmm. truman to go over uh this is a cool callback uh it has uh, where Laura has written down her dream from Fire Walk With Me when she met Annie. Yeah. 
uh, talking about the Goodale still being in the lodge. Uh, you can't. Yeah, Annie Blackburn rings a bell mm-hmm. for uh, Sheriff Freeman, apparently. Uh, connects that to the Cooper case. And uh, they, I guess they're buying in to the lodge logic. That logic? The logic that the Cooper they have seen lately is not the right one. No. Well, I mean, he hasn't seen him. The stories they've heard. Well, the one we've seen, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But Hawk, I mean, Hawk knows what's up. He had this conversation with Cooper back in season two about the lodges. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he he's well aware of what this is. I, I guess it was more referencing Frank Freeman. Gotcha. Yeah. Who, who seems to be a man of the earth and mm-hmm. not 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 a very uh, in touch with supernatural type. Yeah. yeah. Much like Harry, even. <laughs> yeah, he seems very grounded. Yeah. yeah. Much like Harry, who uh, they'll need to get in touch with to get his opinion on the situation. Yeah. So Frank says he's going to call Harry, and they'll they'll see what he has to say about it. Yeah, the good Dale is still in the lodge. Is what they pulled from the letter. Yeah, and this is where we also correct me if I'm wrong. This is where they at least mentioned Doc Hayward, because um, it brings up like who saw him. Right, like who did he interact with last? last? Yeah, yeah. It's like Doc Hayward and who else? Yeah. Do you know who? Briggs. I mean, that's not stated in this scene. I don't think. Maybe it is. I mean, I know Bobby talked about it. But when they saw Cooper last, mm-hmm. Truman's just like, yeah, nobody's seen or heard of him in, in over 10 years. <laughs> it, it's kind of a sad scene right after that where Frank is on the phone with Harry. And he's clearly called him to, to ask him his opinion on the situation. But apparently gets a little bad news from Harry and tells him to just rest. They'll talk about it later and beat this thing. Yeah. Like he was going to tell him all this information that, you know, maybe Cooper's creeping back. <laughs> Into the world. Yeah. Thought he might want to know, but Harry's not doing good. Yeah, he's not in a great way, and it, it seems like a disservice to him to force him to relive some probably traumatic memories yes. in, in his current state. Yes. I guess there were eyewitnesses to the accident at Sparkwood in 21 because Andy has been able to track down the truck and the owner to this guy's house. I was questioning him about it. Uh, the guy's very cagey, very dodgy. The guy is also just credited as farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Says they can't talk about it here, but uh, he'll meet him later. And uh, so they, they plan to meet at 4.30. And, I'm, hoping, uh, I'm hoping this guy comes back around and interacts maybe with Cooper. Maybe get a spinoff series, Farmer in the Dale. Well, that's it for me. That was, <laughs> that's all. That's pretty good. I that's didn't think he had it in. It's been a pleasure. I had it in. I'm, I'm practicing stand up at my local morning. Mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you all. If you'd like to reach out to us, uh, talkingbackwardspod at gmail.com. It's great. Uh, <laughs> no, we got more to talk about. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. I guess we'll, yeah, we'll why, go. Why does Andy agree to meet this guy later? Why doesn't he just take him in now for questioning? I mean, Andy's nice. not Too super nice. authoritative. Yeah. Uh, he kind of gets rushed off by the guy. He seems scared. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, Andy doesn't even do it like blink twice if you're in trouble. He's just like, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll for sure meet you at 430. Be yes. there or be and square. There, and there's our 430. Yep. Is that a double? No. Oh. It's just, uh, we've, it's the third clue from the giant with Richard and Linda. We also have 430 because he tells mm-hmm. Cooper to remember 430, Richard and Linda. Two birds with one stone. I feel like it's popped up in a previous part as well, but I can't remember where 
because it's very passing when this yeah. gets dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets rushed off by the man, kind of leaves it at that. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like this uh, this next part at the sheriff station where, oh yeah, uh, after Frank has gotten off the phone with Harry, he decides it's time to call Doc Hayward. Yep, but uh, he, he calls him and uh, they end up skyping actually, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which I think is just delightful. Yep, asks him for a Skype handle. It's Middlebury Doc, by the way. So, and the Middlebury is in Vermont, so I guess Doc Hayward has moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's picked up his practice and transplanted elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he's even practicing anymore. No, I, I would assume he's retired. He's busy looking for trout. It's my favorite thing is Should've that it's... the fat trout trailer park. <gasps> it's great when he actually answers the call. It's, it's very real world. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Answers, he's way too close like to the camera. On, yeah. Like, the angle's bad. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, great to see him. Glad we got Warren Frost here mm-hmm. again. It's cool. For a little bit longer, yeah. yeah. So he picks his brain a little bit, uh, says, <laughs> you know, kind of talks to him about uh, the last time he saw Dale Cooper. And there's a story of him coming out of intensive care at the hospital, giving him a look, and it just seeming off. Yeah, I'm just saying, I saw that strange face again. Mm-hmm. Though I don't remember Doc ever having mentioned a strange face before. I think he's probably referring to seeing it at the hotel, maybe before, just seeing him come out of the after they got him from Glastonbury Grove. Mm, yeah, I think he was probably just referring to seeing him prior to him going to the hospital and getting him checked. Just saying, mm-hmm. I saw that strange face again. Yeah, I don't think it was so, necessarily meant to be just seeing Cooper a million times in the month before that. You know. Yeah. So I I wondered if it was specifically, did he see? something of Bob in him or did, was, did he just see a face that Dale was making that wasn't characteristic? I think it might've just been those dead eyes <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like those eyes. Yeah. 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 It says he was visiting Audrey Horn who yeah was uh, in a coma from mm-hmm. the, the bank blast. And that doesn't particularly sound like good news. No. no. To this story. No. Tell her what do you make of that? I make nothing. <laughs> Says I will not theorize on any ill befalling. <laughs> well, no. Dave, do you want to theorize? <laughs> theorize on this? The upside of that is, is if she is in a coma, maybe she couldn't have birthed and poorly raised <laughs> Dick, Dick Horn. Horn. Yeah, it it would be odd that he would visit her because it's not the right Dale. Right. It's not it's not Cooper. Which is concerning. Yeah. That he would go see her. So for him to And what would he do? Yeah, I was about to say for him to go in and see her What it, would Bob do? Yeah, it seems like it would be intentionally nefarious mm-hmm. and not checking in on a friend. It's like what did he do to her? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Maybe he, he put a put a bad seed into her that produced angle face. Maybe it's not her fault. He's terrible. Maybe Bob poisoned her somehow. Whatever was in the womb brought gloom and doom. Any thoughts on that, Tom? No. I no, refuse I to hear. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Just a theory. Like, I, I legitimately haven't read about this. I don't right. know. I, I haven't seen past, as of recording, I haven't seen past part eight. What? Nine. Nine, sorry. I'm, I'm saying as of right now, I don't have a lot of foreknowledge about any of this. This is a legitimate theory. But uh, yeah, he and, he and Frank have a nice little interchange here where he's 
Uh, he's made breakfast with the trout. He's asking him about it. Sounds great. And no, uh, wishes him well. No update. Didn't how are the girls? You know how's Harriet Gersten? Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Donna. Forgot. <laughs> Which Donna? <laughs> Donna. There's two Donnas. Donna. Yeah. Donna. Hi. Hi. Donna. Two Donnas. That's indicative of each of the characters. <laughs> yep, yeah. it really is. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I, I enjoyed this scene quite a bit. This was a great, just another great old to see an old face. Mm-hmm. But yeah, getting the information about Audrey is concerning. Mm-hmm. Buckhorn Police Department. Mm. Oh. So I, I didn't catch your name before, but uh, the lady from the episode previous with Ernie Hudson is Lieutenant Cindy Knox. Oh, Lieutenant Knox. So she's arrived at the Buckhorn Police Department to greet Detective Mackley. And uh, she's asking about the fingerprints they submitted that they got the hit on. He uh, mentions that it was a blocked information when they got a hit on the prints. And he assumes that was their doing. Yeah. But the prints didn't originate from a crime scene. They yeah. originated from the body they have. That's right. That's right. There's a body? Oh, there's oh, a body, there's all, a body right. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got a headless body in the morgue. Uh, it's the body of a man in his late 40s that... Uh, the time of death was apparently six days prior. Wow. Which doesn't add up. Nearly a week. For anybody. No. She asks, where, where's the head? Mm-hmm. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Head's AWOL. Yeah. Um, she, she goes out and makes a call mm-hmm. to uh, Colonel Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, saying that there's a body, which he's surprised by, mm-hmm. as you would be. Um, very interesting. Um, a little ominous tone appears. Yes, someone's walking in the background. Yeah, I didn't catch <laughs> this until we were well into the shot. But as as uh, Knox is calling in to uh, Colonel Davis about this body, over her shoulder, in the background, it's subtle, but you just see this ominous shape. Yeah, and sound comes that, in to sort of help it. There's a set like just a, and it's it's moving so slowly that it almost looked like it was walking in place. Right when I caught it the first time. And then as I realized it was getting closer, it's almost as the moment that I realized it was actually in motion, it came into view. Yeah. As this homeless looking guy with a face covered in soot. Yep. Which we've already seen one of these before. Yes. Um, In the cell with Bill Hastings. Mm -hmm. The guy whose head head floats away. These are, I believe to be some, some spirit figures Mm -hmm. um, that, are hanging out around maybe things that they are concerned with, a.k.a. Sure. Briggs's body, a.k.a. Bill Hastings. But why are they just now, like, I feel like... Well, it's not really just now, I, I don't think, because we've seen, uh, in Fire Walk With Me, there was a clip uh, during one of the meetings of a guy who looks similar to these, just not Not completely darkened, darkened yeah. Yeah. But, like, we've seen these these types of... No, I mean, like, why are they just now showing up for this Briggs body? Uh, I feel like they're showing up for these important players, whatever the role they do have. Uh, I don't know what Bill Hastings' deal is yet. Uh, Briggs, obviously. Yeah, like, what it means. Big. Yeah. It's like, they're, I feel like they're showing up. But I also wondered if things are kind of coming to a head. But I also wondered if she even saw anything when she turned around and looked, or if she just felt maybe a presence, or she just something made her look over there. It just made me wonder because she doesn't go out and make any any mention of someone walking down the hall looking like that. I feel like I would. Yeah. Um, because then we just see it walk by after she's already come back in. Yeah, she doesn't have a great sense of urgency either about it. Yeah. After she looks over her shoulder, she kind of walks off. That's why I kind of feel like she doesn't see it. Yeah. 
But we who, see it. Who, we see it. Who. Yeah, we we for sure see it. It's terrible. But um, after she makes the call, yeah, she just says, I just feel like this isn't going to be your case much longer. We're going to mm-hmm. most likely take over this yeah. because yeah. there's a body. Right. All right. There's a body. All right. All right. Yeah, they, they deny any further access to the body and pretty much say you're going to lose your jurisdiction. Yeah. Uh, back at FBI HQ, <laughs> Gordon Cole's just whistling a jaunty tune. Oh, yeah. So it's a Romstein. <laughs> it's, it's an actual, it's a, the song is uh, Angel, E-N-G-E-L. Assume it's pronounced angel. Mm-hmm. Um, angel. Yeah, so I don't know if that's any in, in, intention. Yeah, or is it Robert? Is it about Robert Ingalls, <laughs> the, the Twin no, Peaks writer? No, look, if it's in this season, it's intentional. <laughs> right. Yeah, Albert comes in and interrupts his whistles. Uh, apparently, the meeting with Diane went a little poorly. Yes. Yes. Uh, they'll, they'll have to go and give it another try together. And I get the idea. Will you go with me? Yeah, him saying that, I get the idea that he's, I don't want to say he's scared of her, but he's just. I, I think he knows that he's going to need backup. Yeah. I don't want to go alone. <laughs> but when Albert says, say please, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. what? <laughs> you heard you me. me. <laughs> I love that. Please. Please. It's great. It yeah. is great. Let's Apartment. 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 Knock on the door. Young man answers. It's Colin Albert. Say they're friends of Diane's. Yeah. He lets him right on in. Oh, yeah. Could have been anybody. Could have been just anybody. Little, just lets him in, though. Uh, who is this guy? Oh, Diane's I boy mean, toy? Yeah, one of her. Little, little sugar puppy? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Diane Evans doesn't spend the night alone. No. I love her reaction when she sees the him. She's like, oh, God. <laughs> I was done with you. Right. Well, she had to know that that wasn't the end of it. Yeah. Like, sending Albert away wasn't going to be the end of it for Cole. Right. She offers Cole a cigarette. Uh, turns out he gave up smoking. This is after mm-hmm. she says, I don't have any cigarettes. <laughs> the memory of tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Cole has a way with words. <laughs> he does. She doesn't have any coffee and she doesn't have any cigarettes. Nope. That she's holding. Mm-hmm. Yes. In her hand. Yeah. Just but she does eventually get them some coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, quickly. Yeah. Which Cole says. It's ready. <laughs> and what does Cole say? Thank you, Diane. And he takes a sip. Damn good coffee. Wow. Damn fine. A uh, small detail that I, I may have picked up and I may have just seen it wrong. Uh, Diane's ring finger looks like it's the only nail that isn't painted. I think that's right. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Nice, a, nice attention to, to detail, Dave. Caught it. I don't catch a lot of stuff like that first time around. so That's fair. <laughs> so pretty good. Uh, they relay about the situation with Cooper. Uh, they just need her to come talk to him and get her take. She knows him so well that she would be able to tell them anything about an interaction. So they need her. And it seems like she reluctantly agrees. I think she has some unresolved issues with Coop, and maybe she's going to try and put it all behind. Some, some possible issues that I would like to discuss later. Yes. <laughs> right. That we will get to. Yep. Uh, we go straight from there to a plane on the way to see Cooper. Uh, Albert thanks her. She's a little cold. Yeah, some, yes. some more FUs. Yeah. 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 L- lots of FUs being thrown around. Yeah. Uh, Makes her even hotter. <laughs> <laughs> she is a stone cold fox. Oh, absolutely. So uh, she kind of overhears as Tammy brings Cooper's prints over to Cole and Albert. Uh, she brings up 
a discrepancy in the fingerprints, and apparently this immediately triggers with Cole. He's like, I know exactly what this means. Like, has her hold out her hands, turn them over. Yeah. Says, it's very, very good to see you again, old friend. For each finger. Yeah. A word. Ten words. And the second finger was what was said backwards. Yep. When they first met. Year of very good mm-hmm. to see you. Again. Year of very. It's like, this is a spiritual finger. Make of that what you will, Tammy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. It's like, you give me a lot to think about. <laughs> yep. I guess. Much like Bush and Yeah. Give me something to think about. <laughs> Battling bud. Yep. My grandpappy. <laughs> but uh, it's, it is cool, though. It's, it's, it's wild to me that he would have popped off that conclusion that Again, fast. And like, what does he know? It's like everything. He, yeah. It's like this he, is his orchestration. It's like he made the puzzle and then he solved it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's excited about it. Yeah. I did it. it it's also very un-Twin Peaks to present that and then immediately give you a connection. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it happened because I like to have some finality. But yeah. it, it's wild that it was just like, oh, well, I know what that means. Yeah. Let me tell you. Like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. That's not Twin Peaks. That means it's not important. <laughs> uh, they look at some uh, pictures of the last photo, known photos of Cooper uh, at his old house, uh, which now belongs to a girl from Ipanema. So Ipanema. Hoop was a Miami Vice villain. Yes. From, according to this photo. 100%. The <laughs> uh, fun fact about the house, it's actually the, um, actually belonged to Al Capone. The house. Really? Mm-hmm. That is a fun fact. I think they just photoshopped because there's like a picture out there, like the exact same picture, but his daughter like standing where, <laughs> where um, Boop is standing. I think they just photoshopped it. Oh, well. Still, I want a poster of it. Showtime, make them. I'll buy it. Don't, don't leave make any money them. on the table, Showtime. Yeah, come don't on. Do it. Give us these props. Give me it. that throw blanket. Uh, this plane arrives at Yankton Federal Prison, Sioux City. Sioux City. Diane is going to be in there for 10 minutes tops, or if she decides it's over before that. Yes. She's calling the shots. Yeah. She is. Or is she? We don't know. Find out next time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Diane doesn't seem to care too much for Tammy. What was your name? Verified. TP. (laughs) She's a a fireball. Or or spitfire, I should say. She's a spitfire. Diane is. This is... This is the first of two scenes back-to-back that are just very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shutter opens between Diane and Cooper. Yes. And he says, I knew it was you. It had to be you. And immediately, we can tell that Diane does not recognize this person. Who is this guy? Been a little too much time in the sun, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, they they have a chilling interaction mm-hmm. where uh, she asks when they saw each other last. Yeah, he says your house. Yep. Do so you remember that night? We know what happened. They'll never forget that night. They won't. Either one of them. Which I think that sorry, Tyler adds a little more credence to the Audrey thought from earlier in this episode. Wait, what? If if he raped her. What? Cooper? Wait, what? Boop. Oh. She'd seen Boop. In a coma? 
Okay, that and Audrey but was I wasn't saying he raped her. I'm saying he just I I think Audrey was already pregnant mm. in the coma. Oh, okay. And I think Boop did something to the unborn child that <laughs> grew up to be Oh, I didn't think that's what you meant at all. A a jerk. No. And then because you, of Bob because Bob is no, so a child in birth. <laughs> No, I, I was not insinuating that. Well, that's what I thought because of Bob. He's, this is what he does. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he is a. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what he does. He's a known raper. Yeah. Well, I hate that. I'm you not, think I'm not on board. raped Diane based off this scene and her reaction? Then yes. what about Audrey? I was saying it, that just adds more credence to earlier what we found out about Boop visiting Audrey in the hospital. I don't like it. I don't either. Well, I think it explains why Diane is the way that she is. I mean, she's drinking, you know, all the time. Uh, she hates the FBI. She hates Cooper. She tells Gordon, like, she'll she'll tell him one day, you know, we'll have a conversation about what happened that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell that it pains her. And no wonder she didn't want to have anything to do with him. No wonder she didn't want to come talk to him. It was just too painful. Yeah, I thought they maybe they finally gave it a go. I think they gave it a go. Well, I guess they did allow for time for, for Booper to see Diane before he went off the grid. But I don't think that happened. I think she remembers her night with Dale Cooper. Mm-hmm. Not, and then not he, the Boopster. Like, never came Broke back. her heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I think. When uh, Diane is talking to Coop and she's saying... Who are you? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Laura Palmer says the same thing when Bob is raping her in Firewalk with me. Yeah. Looking at him, saying, who are you? Right. So a connection. she was saying that, like, that's her last memory? Wouldn't shock me if she had said that to him before. Mm. Like, the last time they saw each other that night. But who knows? I feel like you're saying too much. She closes the shutter, distraught. Yes. And his, trying to keep her cool. And his face doesn't move an inch. No. It just closes on this. It would have been great if he was dead just like face. Followed it. Yeah, or if his eyes at least had followed it, or if he just <laughs> like started to smirk right as it closed. Oh, I was yeah. waiting for that. Yeah. But nope, nothing. There's nothing behind those eyes. No. They start to head out. Cole asks Sword Murphy to hold Cooper. And this next scene is it for me. I actually teared up a little bit over this delivery. Let's hear it. Like, okay, in an incredible delivery, Diane tells Cole that the Cooper in the prison is not the Dale Cooper she knew. Yeah. Like, it's not time. It's not that they grew apart. It's that something is missing from that thing's heart yeah mm-hmm. see that that line right there would tell me that there was no boop diane interaction mm-hmm. yeah it, it's just that that delivery like laura dern's performance here it's incredible laura dern's performance <laughs> here <laughs> is incredible is it's incredible it's incredible it's an actual tearjerker i love it uh she chooses the fbi with an airplane bottle and uh mr c gets taken back to his cell where he wants to uh, request an audience with Warden Murphy about a strawberry. Mm. It's very, very good to see you again. Yeah, very good to see you. Uh, out on the open road, just in the middle of nowhere, yeah. is Andy. 
course. Waiting by his patrol car. Yeah. Uh, what a good person. Yeah, very trusting, Andy. When will he learn? I don't think the truck owner is coming. Not looking like it. Because we don't, we don't see for sure why he's not there, but we do see the truck and the house, and it starts to go in the door, which yeah. is ajar. But we do not go inside. I thought it was a door. So what do you got? I mean, what do you what do you think happened? Oh, I think he did. By Richard? I, I think it's death by something. Sex. I feel like it's probably death by Richard. How much clearer does it have to be? <laughs> Just because Richard probably knows that this guy knows he was driving his truck. Uh, also, how does Andy afford a Rolex? It's a nice watch. It's a really nice and watch. And there's a lingering shot on it, too. Mm-hmm. It was a gift. It was a bribe. And he's a dirty cop. So he was standing there for like 35 minutes, we determined, (laughs) in the live stream. He waited till (laughs) 5.05. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Raced or whoever said that. You weren't there, I guess. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, shout out live stream. Dave. Shout out Dave, who wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't there for that Patreon-exclusive live stream. stream. Yes. You can join us. We're live every day. No, we're not. We're live every other day. Every now and then, we do exclusive (laughs) live streams. Which you can be a part of via patreon.com slash talking backwards. Jump on. So yeah, the truck owner doesn't show. No. No. Uh, Mr. C does get his audience with Warden Murphy. Yes. And it goes exactly as planned. Goes off without a hitch. Uh, even though Murphy pulls a gun on him. Should have just shot him. Yeah. Could have been done. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? He doesn't want that information to go out. He just dies. I, I do have questions about this scene. I am confused. Uh, he mentions the dog leg in his trunk. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that dog had four legs. Mm-hmm. Like, the other legs are with the information that you don't want that you don't want out. And a couple of guys might come looking for you if anything happens to me. So I'm, I'm twisted up. It's like, does he mean he sent individual legs to people with some sort of information attached? I guess so. Does he? Some papers. <laughs> Wrapped in plastic with the legs. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He, he mentions two guys and three more legs. So I don't think it was like individual like drumsticks that got sent off as like calling cards. Right. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand the threat he's making, really. It reminds me of when we are first introduced to maybe Funke. Mm-hmm. She's like, there was a foot in my banana. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Remember that? I don't know how that works. I, I don't I don't get this one so much. Uh I guess it's I guess it's posited that it was individual legs to different individuals, each of whom could make a call to send these particular two guys after the warden. But it's not made clear. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. He also uh mentions the late Mr. Strawberry. So whoever Mr. That Strawberry is, is, is that his dog. Oh, Mr. Strawberry. I hope not. <sighs> I hope not. I that was my first thought is that Mr. Strawberry was the dog, but I hope it I think it's not. I think it's I think it's not. Yeah. I think it's somebody whose death Warden Murphy had a hand in. And maybe it was a little illicit. Mm-hmm. And definitely doesn't want to be connected to it. Yeah. So that much is clear, but I I don't understand what the threat is here about the dog legs. 
Yeah. I know that it, it's, it's some sort of insurance that if anything happens to Mr. C, something will happen to Warden Murphy. Well, at least more came of the dog legs. You were concerned about the dog leg when they first I was, showed, I was, I was concerned about the dog. You're like, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> just a spare prop. Bring me props. And that could have just been thrown away. I got a too. dog leg. Bring me the dog leg. The, that was like the last thing I thought would have. Not that this is a payoff, but at least more information on <laughs> with the dog legs. Yeah. A classic more information on. Yeah. More information. Uh, Mr. C does name a Joe McCluskey, mm-hmm. which uh, solidifies McCluskey. solidifies to Warden Murphy that he knows what he's talking about. It means business. And that's uh, good enough to secure him a car with a friend in the glove box and passage out. Yeah. Like, I want you to release me. I want a car. I want a phone. I want a gun in the car. And I want my buddy Ray to come with me. Yeah. That fucker Ray. Apparently that works. Lucky seven insurance. Yes. Love this place. It's a good spot. Uh, Sinclair, the, the chump insurer, pops in on Cooper and asks about his meeting with Mullins. Of course, he doesn't get much Sean. out of him. Sean Mullins? Don't even, don't, don't acknowledge him. <laughs> Before a GSL comes in to tell Cooper that there are detectives there to see him. They arrive about the same time as Janie E. Yep, who's waiting yeah. to pick him. She's finally frustrated because he's not She's waiting outside out. with the door open. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, like he's going to crawl his way in. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, you know, good and well, you're going to have to go get this guy. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's not going anywhere mm-hmm. on his own. But uh, the detectives and Janie all come in around the same time. Yes. And she's going to do most of the talking here. Oh, yeah, she is. Still hopped up on the adrenaline from the Daniel oh, yeah. Faraday inter- interaction. She's riding that win still. Yeah. Like she knows she shut them down, mm-hmm. and she's going to handle this too. Uh, Detective Susco. It's been a long, long day. Susco. Fusco. 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 Fusco brothers. I thought it was Susco. No, Fusco. Fusco. Hmm. The Fusco brothers. Costco. Costco brothers. Fusco. Fus- the Fusco brothers. Yep. Three bros. We are the Fusco brothers. Todd Packer Fusco. <laughs> yes, is here. <laughs> and the guy who stole Andy Dwyer's boombox. While he was bathing in a children's swimming pool. <laughs> Detective Fusco shows his badge, which delights Coop. Yeah. He wants to give, it, give that a touchy touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're all there to ask about Dougie Jones' car. Yeah. Uh, it's been missing for a few days. Yeah. Stolen. Mm-hmm. We decide. Like, where did you last see it? Well, if we knew where it was, we would know where to get it. That's right. It handled, handled pretty well. It uh, wasn't reported stolen, but now's as good a time as any. Janie E. really bosses the group. It's a terrible four-door cheap Ford. Ford Taurus. Yep. Also, just, like, perfect timing with her showing up here, too, to, like, handle this conversation. Because imagine what... <laughs> they wouldn't be getting anything if <laughs> they just walked in there and it was just... I mean, honestly... <laughs> stolen car. Yeah. yeah Anything he would have said would have somehow been sufficient. Yeah, that's true. And he would have, like... Would have given them a lot to think about. <laughs> You've given me something to think about. <laughs> yeah. uh, then they reveal that they have found the car, and it was exploded with a bunch of car thieves. Like, I mean, perfect. Why didn't you well, say there you go. <laughs> you figured it out. Why are you asking us? <laughs> Case solved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they want her to fill out some paperwork, but she's like, no, it's been a long, hard day. Sunny Jim is waiting <laughs> for us. Uh, there's also, uh, I noted here, uh, somebody mentioned something about an evening. And so Cooper repeats, evening. Mm-hmm. Nighttime is the right time. That's right. Is it? Nighttime is 
My time. My time. Mm-hmm. So just mm. just a real quick association mm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mullins comes to ask about the files, but says it can wait till the morning. You can tell we're all stressed. Walks up, <laughs> looks at Dougie, says, "But you, everything's worry. gonna be all right." Yeah, rock and bye. <laughs> worry about it tomorrow. Worry about it tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of stuff gets pushed to the next morning in this episode. That's how you do it. And they're like, you can just you can fill out this paperwork at your convenience. Yeah. Does one of them make so a joke because the guy in the back laughs? Yeah, they, they make a joke on their way out. Uh, something about, like, won't have any trouble getting insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're... That's Smiley Fusco in the back. Smiley, Smiley Fusco? That's what the credits say. Sure. Are they named after dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> just Detective T. Fusco. That's the guy we don't know. Mm. Um, Detective Smiley. Yeah, just Detective Smiley. Quotations. Mm-hmm. Fusco. And Detective D. Fusco, which I assume is for David. Makes sense. So Janie E tells Cooper that she paid off the bookies and she condemns his gambling. It's like, don't do that again. Yeah. Like we have money now. We're investing in Sonny Jim's future. Yeah. Time, time to give it up. That kid's going to college. Yeah. So Janie E walks Cooper out uh, as she's telling him that he, she doesn't want him gambling anymore, that they're, they're paid off and they're, they're in the clear. I can attack. I guess he had to trade in his spike for a gun. Yeah. yeah. Shows up with a gun this Just time. Had yeah. to get a gun. I like the spike. You can tell he's not familiar with the concept. <laughs> he didn't read the manual. It's like, oh, I guess you just, you point, just point blank. <laughs> you you poke him with it yeah. until I could tax with a gun this time. Uh, Cooper I handles him. Handles him well. Handles Great. Him nice take right down. Yeah. Coop's back. Uh, he <laughs> pins his hand to the ground while he's still holding the gun. And the arm appears. Yeah, why not? Right. the concrete. Why not Fike? I don't know, but the why arm, the arm? <laughs> I know, but the arm is here for it. Yeah. That that's more more natural. People would believe that mm-hmm. there's a tree growing through the concrete. People, sure. I'm pretty sure he's the only one that can see this. <laughs> yeah, he pops you up. never know. Otherwise, yes, <laughs> I go with you. Now he pops up and says, "Squeeze his hand off." No eyewitnesses were talking about the tree that showed up <laughs> out of the concrete, <laughs> and just out of nowhere, this tree shot up out of the concrete. It was moving like a cobra, <laughs> dead cobra. <laughs> Squeeze his hand off. Squeeze his I head mean, off. What happened? He squeezed his hand off. But like. <laughs> nice piece of flesh. Yeah. On the gun. How hey. does that happen? He squeezed him hard. hard. That is. Ooh. Getting yeah. That, getting it is that, very ooh. Getting that it's, Black Lodge help. It's very gnarly. There's a few things of note here. So he takes care of Ike, chops him in the throat. Janie E punches and kicks him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And while the arm's cheering him on, it's basically saying like, take his head off. Yeah. He just chops his throat, sends him on his way. He, he runs off. He survives this encounter. Again, nobody intervenes. Yeah, again. And, I mean, it, it, it's different when there's a guy with a gun. You don't want to get shot. He didn't have the gun when he was running away. Eh, I guess that's true. But, yeah, nobody tries I mean, to catch him little, or anything. It, it just throw a stick out. Grab his shirt. Yeah. Just pick him up. But uh, there's a couple things to note here. Uh, in the crowd, they do some witness interviews. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little girl says he smelled funny. Yeah, scorched engine oil, possibly, and or bullet bourbon. But would that smell just have been radiating from the arm? Maybe could be true too. That is a nice, nice little theory. Thank you. Uh, secondly, as we mentioned before, uh, evidence is being collected, and they do peel some skin off the grip of the gun. That's and bag that, it. That's gross. It's real gross. It's it's real gross. I I remember thinking like. 
that's not skin. I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, like there, there's no way that's skin. No, but maybe it is. That no. might be skin. <laughs> you've gotten, gotten squeezed that hard. Squeeze his hand off <laughs> to fuse. Hard to fuse the skin. Yeah, to the to like graft gun. it to the handle. That's that's rough. So that's cute. It's very cute. It's very cute. Douglas Jones was no no victim. No. Douglas Jones, he moved like a cobra. That's my damn fine. Damn fine. I love, just love that delivery. Mm-hmm. He moved yeah. like a cobra. No. What? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Douglas Jones was no victim. No. no. Oh, no. I love that she says his whole name, too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that guy. It's my husband, Dougie yeah, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Douglas Jones was no victim. It's great. Oh, man. Where do we go from here? Back to the, the Great, great Northern. Northern. Meanwhile. So Ben Horn and his lovely assistant, Beverly, are listening and investigate a ringing sound that apparently began a few days ago. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's been going on for about 25 years. 25 years. I just think it's neat that this started a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And they say that the car was stolen, quote unquote, a few days ago mm-hmm. at the insurance office. Yep. Three days. Yep. I think it's all threes. Part of everything happening at the same time <laughs> with Cooper coming back into the world. These things are making things happen, basically. Yeah, just an avalanche over. of weird happening yeah, everywhere. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But uh, it's a sign. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just Josie. Josie. <laughs> yeah. I see you, Josie. <laughs> it's definitely Josie. Yep. But uh, Beverly got the room key that was dropped in the mailbox and gives that to Ben, who reminisces about Dale Cooper and Laura Palmer. And uh, that's a very long story that's going to have to wait. It was interesting to me that he didn't just say that was Cooper's room. He specifically says that's the room where Cooper got shot. Mm. Like, you could easily just say that was Special Agent Dale Cooper's room. Mm-hmm. Instead, he just mentioned a specific moment, which I thought was really interesting and wondered if there was more to that. Why did he? Well, I mean, I realize that's a big event that would happen. And maybe say, that's just what your memory like. I was going to say, coming from a business owner standpoint, yeah. like you, you track the things that can and will sure. hurt your business. But he also interacted with him way more than just that. that. But at his core, Ben Horn is a businessman. Sure. So sure. he he remembers events, not people specifically. I feel like right, except Laura Palmer. Except, yeah, yeah. Who shot Cooper in the hotel room? Jose. That's right. Jose did. Yeah, yeah. And that's the sound. Well, there we go. All right. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there is a lingering look between Beverly and Ben before she finally leaves for the night. Oh yeah. Like I don't know the status of Sylvia Horn. <laughs> right. We have no idea. We've gotten no updates on her. Her name has not been mentioned once. No, this. and I mean, I, I know Ben is historically a scoundrel. Yes. But I don't know what this relationship is, per se. But Beverly heads home uh, to the Page house, where she's coming in as a caretaker is leaving. Or I'm, I'm, we, we assume it's her husband they're talking about when she says he's needed extra pain medication today. And... He's basically not doing great. Basically not. But dinner's made. Dinner's, dinner's made. made. Yep. What do we have? Doesn't say. Damn. Doesn't say. Damn. I would like to know, though. Me too. Uh, so Tom is, is her husband, uh, who kind of pries into why she was late getting home. She says, there were things I had to do. Like, what things? Things that came up that I had to do. 
and really just lays into him. Really, really goes in on this guy who's just trying to... Again, similar to, like, the Doris situation. I was like, I don't know. Like, who do I empathize with right. here? Now I'm getting this ne- another layer to this character that, that I didn't know anything about. Yeah, and and I'm like, I, oh, wait a second. I do empathize with this guy. Like, yeah, he's, for sure. He's homesick. Yeah. His caretaker is the only company he has all day. Then when his wife comes home, she's very defensive. Like, that's, that's rough. That's tough life. Like, I had to get a job. She just keeps asking him if he's hungry. Uh, so he's taken aback by her outrage. So, obviously, there's an unhealthy home life here. It would appear so. At the roadhouse, a man sweeps. Did this scene sweep you off your feet, Tyler, like I said? So we got here. Yes. I thought the show was, I thought it was the end. Thought we were ending at the roadhouse, yeah. for sure. End at the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Could see why you would assume that. Yes. Yes. Then this guy's just sweeping. Yeah, you fully expect credits to pop up. Yeah. Over this scene. Anytime, yeah. Yeah. But nope. Just sweeping, sweeping, yep. sweeping poorly. That was the best on our on our Patreon live stream, which if you'd like to join us for, it's patreon.com slash talking backwards. Tyler had a great, great reaction to this that that I loved. Well, you loved the song for one. That was great. And you were like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. song. I mean, yeah. it is. It's a great song. Classic. Uh, but it got to the point where it was just about over. You know, we were like, we're three minutes in mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, and you like I see you move the mouse over to see how much time is left, and there's like ten minutes left, mm-hmm. and you're just like, how long does this go on? Because <laughs> <laughs> you thought they were ending at the yeah. roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. that's um, what you do. That's the recipe yeah. of the return. Yeah, but then just moments after that, um, the phone rings, the music cuts off. Yes, Dave. Which Renault is this? What's this? What's this one's name? Jean Meikle. Jean Meikle. Jean Meikle. Renault. 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 Answers the phone. Uh, this apparently is a call from somebody who he sent two blonde prostitutes to. Leo Johnson. And it seems that they may have misconstrued some information about their age. But he still wants to get paid for two? Yeah. Says yeah. I sent him two. Uh, it's not my fault they were 15. Yeah. Whoops. But, uh, but they're straight A students. But uh, services were rendered. So, leave the roadhouse out of this. Pay me my money. Let's go about our lives. Yeah. Or. Bite the bullet, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, gross. Yes. Yeah. Real gross. Gross, gross. gross. Uh, the delivery is gross. The subject matter is gross. But, at the end of it all, the guy sweeping does a little broom spin that's really neat. <laughs> yes. And, and the scene concludes. I've been working on that all week. Getting, sweeping up all those cigarette butts where mm-hmm. you're not even supposed to be smoking in mm-hmm. the roadhouse. <laughs> Again, I think that sign Bunch of Richards. decoration. Yeah. Bunch of Richards. Bunch of... You say that I mean, someone came and tried to stop him from yep. doing it. And... But that was that person's first night. Oh, working oh there. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Then Gene had to pull him aside. It's just decoration. <laughs> Nobody care. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> mm, that was a great Yankton Federal Prison. Uh, Mr. C is released. He He's is. good to go. Apparently, his his threats were good enough. Yeah. He's let out. He and Ray are escorted to a beige rental car. That fucker Ray. Uh, Ray drives them off as the warden looks on. And so this poison is just back out in the world. Yeah. Not great. No. Not good news. So whatever he has on this guy must be pretty juicy. It must be. 
to secure him a release from federal prison. Yeah. That's bad. It is bad. I'll tell you what's not bad. Tell me. Double R is having a big night. It's a popping night. This is, is places jumping. I didn't even know it could sit this many people. That's true. <laughs> well, I don't think it knows it can sit this many people because something yeah. something changes here. Also, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little more about that later. But there's an actual fourth wall in this <laughs> in this place, yeah. right? Yeah, it's because we're in the actual double R. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy busts in uh, amongst the hustle and bustle, just blows in the front door. Says, "Anybody seen Bing?" He actually says Billy. The 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 there's a lot of controversy about this because this guy who runs in, his character's credited as Bing. This is uh the Riley Lynch character. Oh, that's Riley Lynch? Yes. See, and I did note Billy, but then yeah, everything he says I read about it said Billy. Bing. Yeah, and that well the original that was a problem. The original uh subtitles that came up said Bing. Yeah. And that's been corrected, I guess. Gotcha. I heard oh, Billy, right. so I noted Billy. Right. Yeah. So guy bus There was a lot of confusion about it. Anybody that. seen Billy? <laughs> yeah. And everyone's just like, what? Yep, guess not. Why are you coming in here yelling? Yeah. Um, he, he gets everyone's attention first. Bustin says, hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I saying Billy? Then just, nope. And then he just, le- just dips. Nope. I feel like he doesn't even really wait for... No. He gives him a half second yeah. to respond. I guess you'd know if he's seen Billy. Like, as he's heading out the door, somebody's trying to listen. Yes, I am. He's gone. He's gone. I guess you'd know. Um, but some things happen here. <laughs> I <laughs> some, guess. Some changes. I will... Room. Oh, we're saving it. I'm saving it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's business as usual. <laughs> so it's business as, as usual. usual. Yep. Uh, and this is going to end up being our credit sequence. Yes. It's just service at changing, the R. Changing things up. And uh, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Warren Frost. And I believe he also passed away right before this premiered. Man, that, I know. But it's crazy. You know, I'm I'm really really glad though that we get. Everything that we do with, like, we, we lose so many talents over the course of this season. And even maybe even before it aired. But so many, like, great performances. And, like, just, just fan service, like, popping up. You love to see them moments before we lost these actors. I, I, just, I think it's a gift that we got one last hurrah out of so many of these people. Very, yeah. very lucky. Very, very lucky. Yeah. Getting to see Doc Hayward one last time. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's awesome. But, uh, this yeah. Is, this is a fun one. Um, That's part this, seven. This, for me, uh, you know, watching it when it was airing, it was like, man, this is this felt, because f- so much of it takes place in Twin Peaks, so I was like, man, this is a real, like, I feel like some plot really gets moving. Um, This episode was just a lot of fun, and a lot of just sort of random callbacks you didn't expect. I mean, I love that the key came back to the Great Northern. It's a little detail, but it's cool. It's like, okay, yeah, things are starting starting to move Mm -hmm. with the diary pages, getting the Annie Blackburn callbacks. That's really cool. I can't imagine what the key could Could do, like, to progress anything. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, great, we don't use these anymore. Trash. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's just putting Dale Cooper back Back into the the memories. memories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh. like it's been twenty five years. You know, Ben Horn's moved on. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> it, it, so yeah. seeing the key brings back some memories. Yeah, yeah. I guess the same way that Bobby seeing the picture of <laughs> right. Yeah, Laura. yeah. It's like yeah, all we, these things are happening all of a sudden at the same time too. Yeah, we we can't let these people grow up in a way. We have to keep stabbing them in the heart yeah. and keep yeah. pulling them back into hard yeah. memories. Yeah, like hey, 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 you think you got out of it? Yeah. It's basically like all these things have to come ahead. 
to a head at some point. Mm-hmm. Like some things need to be confronted and dealt with yeah. that haven't yet. Is the um, head it comes to going to be the one that's missing from the body? <laughs> yeah, Major Briggs, Major Briggs floating head. There's a head, all right. <laughs> There's a head. Um, and I also love the the Dougie Jones scene uh, where he, you know, it's another moment where oh he's back, but he's not back. He's not back. Yeah. <laughs> but but still, it's a very cool scene. I love that 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 vestigial reflex is still there. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's danger. He's going to yeah. come alive. That's great. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, just a big smile on my face this whole episode. Man awesome. can't use the bathroom by himself, but yeah. he will take down an attacker like a cobra. <laughs> right. Yes. And, um, but finally seeing, like, because this is our first time seeing the actual, well, I should say the actual, but that's not true, but Boop um, and Diane talking, you know, at mm-hmm. least a version of Cooper interacting with Diane is cool to see for the viewer because it's like, Again, mm-hmm. never thought we'd see this. Also, never thought we'd see this like the episode after we were introduced to her. Really, I mm-hmm. figured oh, this will take three or four more episodes. Yeah. yeah, but no, we get right into it. It will be very interesting uh, if Dale comes back around to see if he and Diane get to interact and what that looks like. I'm sure, like based this. on everything that we got introduced to Diane, we got some boop Diane interaction in seven. Mm-hmm. So part eight, I'm sure going to be yeah. clear that up we yeah we I mean, have to ju- we have to juxtapose that Tyler's <laughs> bold prediction yeah uh do you guys want to answer some questions for me yeah absolutely this segment is unsolved mysteries where patrick has some questions he needs cleared up and uh, tyler and i have the answers i do so let's That's go ahead and knock these puppies out What's going yes. on in that house where Richard left the truck? Meth lab. Maybe meth Sparkle lab. Sparkle lab. Sparkle lab. Exploded. Yeah. Sparkle. Exploded. No, maybe it didn't explode. Maybe it melted. There's just a, a goo shaped. I bet it transformed them all into gold balls. <laughs> I feel like there's a an outline of a guy that's just goo, and in the middle of it is a single gold piece. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's what's going on in there. Yeah, cannon. What's that sound in the Great Northern? Josie. Who is Joe McCluskey? That was the dog's name. <laughs> the dog's name was Mr. Strawberry. The, the dog was given a full legal name, and it is <laughs> Joseph R. McCluskey. Barksleberry. Barksleberry. <laughs> McCluskey. Barkhausen. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Barkhausen McCluskey. <laughs> At your service. Has anybody seen Billy? He died in the plane crash shortly after takeoff. <laughs> Zane? Cannon. <laughs> Where's the other missing diary page? I think that last page was in the plane crash as well. Yeah, must have been. Uh, there is <laughs> there's one more thing I want to explore, but I, I left all my notes in the Reddit room. Do you guys want to go in there? you have directions? I don't know how to get there. Uh, you Can just, I find it on Google Maps? We just sort of unzip our ids and let our, our consciousness drift into the miasma that is uh, the cosmos. Okay, I'm going in. <laughs> so I think I finally got the temperature dialed in. You should be comfortable in a long sleep. Team. I, f- I feel funny. So yeah, Reddit room. This is great. Uh, got my notes here. That's a couple of posts off of Reddit uh, concerning the episode. We're going to see where this takes us. Uh, so 
three years ago when this aired. Uh, we have from Eric Me to Ease 13. Anybody seen Bing? Is what he says. I have a deposit just before that line as my wife had to leave the room to check on our screaming kids. So I noticed that immediately before and after that line, the entire room in the diner changes. Is there supposed to be a gap of time? It certainly is presented as seamless. Shelly looks around the room as though noticing that things changed, but was she just looking to see if anybody had seen the guy? There's a response from Evac Katrina. Wow, you're right. Went back and compared, and there is a still image comparison. Completely different clientele from one second to the other. And then uh, one more response from Yaznal Stam. Holy crap. Astounding. And the Santo and Johnny song Sleepwalk is playing. Did Shelly sleepwalk through her shift? Is everyone sleepwalking through Twin Peaks? What is going on? <laughs> I think it's just uh, real sloppy. That's where I'm going to disagree. So, uh, I think I've talked about before how this season is as intended. Like, beginning to end, this was written. And everything is done the way it's supposed to be done. Like, every, everything is intentional. And if you catch it, and it seems to make sense, it makes sense in some context. Sure. I don't know what this is, but absolutely, from frame to frame, the entire clientele inside the diner just immediately changes before the guy busts in and asks for Billy slash Bing. Billy Bing? It's a wild thing, but yeah. it's, it's on purpose and it's here. So let's get into it. Yeah, the big theories that I remember reading like the next day and reading, I'm sure I upvoted that <laughs> post, reading those, <laughs> reading those comments in the post discussion threads was everyone was just like, is this like an alternate timeline or something? Like, is there another thing happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it future or is it past? Like, yeah. what, what does that mean? Even with ties in with the same 119 clip playing in the last, you know, it's, we're mm-hmm. seeing the exact same, same scene. Is time, what is time? <laughs> Like it's it, the is, ever is flowing scene. river, but it, it seemed like people it, like just seeing because it was just like yes, this is an obvious choice. I mean, Heidi's on one side, then she's on the other. People right. are gone. People, mm-hmm. you know, new people are sitting there, and it's not a mirror image. It's no. that it's a completely it's a completely different, different yeah, yeah, yeah. set of people. So I'll 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 throw this out there. So the way we had the same one one nine scene play out against this, where we have what's ostensibly the same scene in the diner. <laughs> cut in half almost like you get half of the scene in one context and then another half of the scene and a possibly completely different timeline, like a a parallel event. If that's the case, then what is really the difference between the first half and the second half? What happened that split these timelines? What, what, where, where was the divergent it, in in these scenes, like what what happened? Right. So and and did it is this diner scene? Well, no, it's not the same time because it's night outside, right? It's getting darker, I think. Dark. Yeah. Whereas in in the one one nine clip, it's it's obviously early mid afternoon. Mm-hmm. So well, also, well, no, but that's what you're saying is great, and there's something that we haven't really talked about on our podcast just because it, it kind of becomes a whole nother conversation that maybe we can dive into more so at the end. All I know is for sure, like, I, th- I think it's with, like, part five, there's definitely things that take place 
clearly before our kind of sense of time with at least part four, things are starting to not maybe necessarily be in order per mm-hmm. se. And again, we don't have to dive into all that now. I mean, I don't have anything prepared for that, but I, but it's a thing. Sure. Things aren't necessarily aired in the proper order. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that things aren't shown to us in a completely linear fashion. But it's, it's just a weird choice to give you something presented as a seamless single scene. And, and it goes back to things just put it down the middle. Things in the book being not what we know and mm-hmm. yeah, things being misremembered mm-hmm. or yeah. Or logged differently mm-hmm. than how it actually happened. Yeah. Or how do we know what actually happened? We don't. We don't. That's true. But yes, I agree with Dave. I think it's it's purposeful. It I think there's an intention behind it, but I don't know and what there, it is. And there may or may not be more to it. May. Stick around. Hey. <laughs> I think we've overstayed our welcome here. We can probably pop out. What do you guys think? I really like it here. We can leave the good Patrick here, and we'll just take whatever we the can get. Bad the bad Patrick <laughs> is coming out. Great. Well, we got to rate it. I'd love to. I'm sure there's a system. There's got to be something out there. Mm. Let me see if I can. Whose forehead? James? James Hurley's forehead. I feel like we should change it. Because he's not even here. here. (laughs) Well, you know what? He showed up in the season already, so he's here. Talking foreheads. I can't. I just can't. James. James! Love to go first, my brothers. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Whoa. Whoa. It's a five. You, you dove right in. It's a five. Didn't even test the water. It's good shit. What you got, dude? Lay it on me. It's very good. Uh, this is a very good episode. I would be doing a disservice to Laura Dern and her delivery throughout this episode if I did not. Just five. Give it a five. <laughs> five foreheads, yep. I yep. saw where you're yep. gone. You got yeah. it, yeah. I was, I, was, I was getting there. I can read you like a book. I can, and I can't even read. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's yeah. great. Fantastic. It's it a is. great episode. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, this, this season is great. It is. <laughs> this is good. It is good. <laughs> It certainly gives me a lot to think about. I'm excited yeah. to see what develops between Diane and Coop Boop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And maybe maybe Dougie. Maybe maybe Diane and Dougie get a little yeah. thing going. Get a double D. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure we'll find out in yeah. part eight. I'm sure we will find out in part eight. So join us next time as we get into that. In the meantime, if there's anything we need to discuss further, anything that you think we should bring up in a upcoming discussion reach out to us drop us a line at talkingbackwardspod at gmail.com we've got an instagram account that's talkingbackwardspod as well you can see news and updates there patrick you can hit us up on twitter at talking backward tyler all right everybody you know what time it is it is time for some more egg deviler shout outs here on talking backwards today i would like to give a special shout out to Tony Hutchison. Tony, you rock. 
Thank you. I'd also like to give a very special shout out to Agent Ivy, probably my biggest fan. I mean, actually, there's no denying that she's my biggest fan. Agent Ivy, thank you so much for the support. Again, it just makes my life knowing that you're supporting us. Please tell your friends to support us over on patreon.com slash talking backwards so they can have their very own shout outs from the egg deviler himself, which is me. I am the egg deviler. Patreon.com slash talking backwards. Talking backwards. Also at anchor.fm slash talking backwards. Oh, was that the first time you've ever said that in its entirety? Yep. See you next time. <laughs> Wow.